Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into another week of Train, Eat, Repeat. First of all, just want to give a big thank you to those of you that recently have gone on giving this podcast a five-star and a review. We've noticed a sort of a flood, if you will, of reviews coming in and just some really great words being said. And and just thank you from the bottom of our heart um, because we do this out of our heart and want to give you guys the information that you want to hear. So if you are a first-time listener and you're just tuning in, welcome. Welcome. Uh, make sure you tell your friends friends, your family members, because the more you get the word out, the more that we can bring into this podcast and bring to you and bring to more people. So um, absolutely love it. We also have a uh, sort of thank you event, if you will. I wouldn't even call it that, but more so what we've noticed is that one of the biggest aspects of health that got affected over the course of the last year and a half now, which is crazy to think that we're a year and a half into this pandemic, is social health. Mm-hmm. And granted, for good reason, right? We were told we can't be near each other, don't gather in social areas, um, wear masks everywhere you go. And granted, all valid, right? Because we wanted to make sure that people stayed healthy. So we felt it was appropriate. Now that things look like they're starting to turn, that people we get- People are getting their vaccines. People are getting their vaccines. Uh, areas are starting to become more safe. Um, the go ahead to not wear a mask when you're outdoors. So we are going to be doing a social fun run most Saturdays from now until we basically- Whenever we feel. Yeah, whenever we feel, but yeah. also when the weather starts to change sure. um, as a way to get people together. It's not about running a certain pace. It's not about running as fast as you can. Yeah. We're not trying to break records here. We're just trying to get people together to see faces again, to, um, you know, get together, either walk, bike, ride, whatever you want to do during that time. We just, you know, want you to come on out and let us know you're doing okay. And it's just a a chance to get together and and say hi again. Yes. So if you are in the Metro Detroit area, so unfortunately, those of you that are out of state, um, we would love for you to join us. But, you know, maybe that encourages you to see if there are some run clubs, uh, bike clubs, Mm -hmm. social events in your area would highly encourage you to do that because it just adds so much into your life. Um, But if you are in the Metro Detroit area, we're going to be meeting Saturday, 1230 p.m. in the Drafting Table parking lot. And that's in Wixom, Michigan. So if you guys just search a Drafting Table Wixom, uh, it will show up. Uh, There's a giant parking lot. There's also a... a, um, there's a Papa John's. There's no. a Papa John's. There's a Chinese restaurant. There is a, a Meta, yeah, a Mediterranean restaurant and a coffee place. So you can't miss it. And so our idea there is that Andrea and I will uh, map out anywhere from a two to four mile run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so different various uh, fitness levels and what you guys feel like doing. And we'll be on a paved trail where uh-huh. there's no uh, car traffic, so completely safe. Um, and again, just a way for all of us to connect. Then afterwards, uh, going to grab a beer, coffee, food, whatever you guys want, so that way we have a little bit of that social element. So again, that's going to start this Saturday, 12.30 p.m. We're meeting at Drafting Table Parking Lot, um, and we'll be also be able to support some great local businesses sure. too, um, which obviously have been really hurt over the course of this pandemic. So look out for those social Saturdays. If Again, if you are out of state, show us a picture of you doing something social on Saturday. That would be great. Um, would love to see that. Um, so what are we talking about today? Well, it kind of ties in with uh-huh. uh, the fact that one of the things that got hurt during the course of this pandemic and 
a lot of it has to do with the fact that most people have been saying, well, I, I lack motivation um, to live a healthier lifestyle. It's been really hard for me to get started eating healthier. And most people will point to the fact like, oh, I'm lazy or a lack of motivation. I have a lack of motivation or, you know, I, I get started, but then I, mm-hmm. I, I quickly fail. And the thing is, is like what you don't realize is that it has nothing to do with or very little to do with motivation has very little to do with a lack of space in which to do your workouts, which obviously that that is a big point, Mm -hmm. right? Like that is a challenge, but more so what it comes down to is the fact that your routines and your systems basically overnight went away. And I think we're starting to realize that as we're starting to get back to a little bit of normalcy, like you mentioned, things are starting to open up again. People are going back to the office a couple days a week that we're starting to realize we had these routines in place. And now that our life has changed more from working from home and doing more things at home, that those routines are gone and how much we miss and crave that, that automated habit. Yeah. So what we're talking about, so let's just say, for instance, uh, let's plan out like what your normal routine would have been pre-pandemic. So you would have gotten home from work. Okay. So we're starting the night before your day starts. Uh, You got dinner on the table. You got the kids' lunches prepped. You probably got your lunch prepped because you're going to be going into the office. Coffee maker was sort of set to go off at 6 a.m. So you had nice fresh coffee. Maybe you got your gym bag ready, set it next to the door. So that way you, when you woke up in the morning, morning you're going to go in the gym in the morning before you go to work. Or maybe you went to the gym, came back, got the kids ready. So you get what I'm getting at, right, is that you had priorities, you had routines Mm -hmm. and systems put in place because if you didn't, you knew that sort of your day would fall apart, right? Right. Right. Now, fast forward to post-pandemic. So the kids aren't going to school. So you don't really have to, you do have to get them up at a certain time because they have virtual, right? You are working from home. So basically, you could roll out of bed five minutes before you're able to right. t- to get change on your, your call. clothes and and log on, or sometimes maybe not even change your right. clothes. I know a lot of people that wouldn't even get out of their pajamas right. to start work, right? Because unless you're client facing, or maybe you do like like a mullet uh, sort of action where you have a dress shirt on, but you have sweatpants on <laughs> down below or right. something like that, right? right? And so what that does though is that it completely throws off any other routines that you had planned. Uh, you know, throughout the rest of your day. Right. So like you had said, you had your dinner the night before, you prepared the lunches, you had your gym bag ready at the door. So now you're waking up, your gym bag's not at the door, you're not leaving to go to the gym, you're literally rolling out of bed and getting ready for work. So that mm-hmm. morning routine that that helped you stay on track is now replaced by rolling out of bed and logging on to, to work. Yeah, absolutely. So how do we combat this then? Mm -hmm. You know, so we know that our routines, albeit they may have seemed stressful in the moment, but they actually were something that were helpful. They helped keep a semblance of order, if you will, um, in your life. So what we have to do is decide, okay, number one, what is like what habits worked for you? So what habits do you miss having inside of your routine. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, um, a a small routine that you may not even thought of a routine was, you know, if you live in a, in a city, getting on a subway and grabbing a coffee on your way into the office, that was a routine. You take that away. 
all of a sudden now something's missing there. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the gym. That's something that a lot of people had inside of their routines. They got up, they went to the gym. And it was a habit that was built over a, new, over a course of a time, right? Well, I think you had mentioned when we were talking about this earlier, <clears throat> when you got up, you got your grabbed your coffee, you were on your subway, you had that let's say 20 minutes to a half an hour to sit down, look at your phone, look at the emails and kind of prepare yourself, prepare your day, so to speak, before mm-hmm. you got into the office. And now that's that's not there. So you're not, you're very much reactive the minute you log on. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the reasons why it's so hard to create these new routines is because of how our brain works. So I've talked about before how you have an emotional side of your brain and a logical side of your brain, right? The logical brain can only handle so many decisions throughout a day. So if you go back to what your old routines were, they were already pre-built. They were already automated, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like what you talked about. So when they're automated, you can then take that logical brain power and use it for other decisions that have to be made throughout the day. You might have days where you're really exhausted, but for the most part, like – you know, brushing your teeth, making coffee, getting lunches ready, going to the gym, those are already automated. So your brain didn't necessarily have to think hard about those decisions. But now that your whole world has gotten flipped upside down, every decision is a decision and not to be redundant, but like everything that you do is a decision that has to be made. So then what ends up happening? Stress levels go up, Mm -hmm. a feeling of of uncertainty, a feeling of of just like run, being run down because you're literally having to rewrite every single decision that you make. Create new habits, which I think causes a lot of anxiety. Oh, 100%. In fact, um, when the pandemic spiked, so on March 15th, when uh, the World Health Organization actually deemed uh, this a pandemic, um, more than three quarters. So first of all, the anti-insomnia, anti-anxiety, anti-anxiety, antidepressant uh, medication uh, prescriptions increased by 21% between February 16th and March 15th of last year. That's a, it's a short, it's a week, right? But what's even more interesting is that more than three quarters, 78% of all antidepressant, anti-anxiety and anti-insomnia prescriptions filled during that week were new prescriptions. Oh, wow. So they weren't people that Mm -hmm. already had the, they were already on the medication. It was new people. They new were patients. new people, right? So this affected us in a huge way. Mm-hmm. And and I, I guess you could say, well, duh, Tyler, like yeah. everybody knows that. But the, the proof is in the numbers mm-hmm. too. Like there's mm-hmm. proof there too. And also to us talking to our clients, mm-hmm. like the, the loneliness factor, the routine factor, those have all played a role in, in sort of the health that we're in right now. And I think people didn't realize that. I think I said this at the beginning. People didn't realize how much they – they craved that or craved that um, that structure. And now that we've been sitting here in our new routines that we've created and we're looking to get back to, well, I used to do this and I used to do that. And now that we're, you know, able to reflect, because I think in the moment we're, we were so reactive because, okay, we have to switch gears and this is what our new normal looks like for now. And now that we're, we're reflecting back, it was so easy for us to have those routines because they were so automated and so put in place that we're trying to find our way back to how do we create that again? For sure. And and the first one is, is, is and we started off kilter, but figuring out what habits did work for you. Mm-hmm. So if you know that you felt better going to the gym, you felt better waking up and doing your meditation or your quiet time, 
you felt better planning ahead of time to like actually get out of bed when your alarm goes off versus hitting the snooze button. And and I know how hard that is, right? Especially with how comfy your bed mm-hmm. feels. And mm-hmm. if you didn't really have a priority, but making it a priority or, or setting a couple priorities for yourself. The second thing you need to do is that if you can't do everything, right? So like, let's say you have identified five or six things that you know you want to keep inside of your routines or you want to recreate them you know, which ones are the most important? So then we're prioritizing Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. because you have to be able to prioritize what's the most important based off of how it's going to affect your performance, how it's going to affect your, your mental health. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think one thing that works for us is I make a to-do list every day Mm -hmm. and it might not work for you, but that's what works for me is I, okay, what do I have to get done today? And I list out what I have to get done today. And maybe maybe that system doesn't work for you and that's okay. Maybe putting it in your phone or putting it in your reminders. You know, what do you want to accomplish today? What is it? And I put down, you know, work out, eat breakfast, quiet time. I put everything down so I know I can see it in front of me what needs to be accomplished that day. And so important what you just hit on in terms of putting the things that might seem like it's like a no brainer, right? like breakfast, quiet time, uh, workouts, you know, even if like you got out of a cadence of actually like getting up and showering first thing in the morning, making your bed. Yeah. I I think it's huge to make your bed. I, I'm, I love to get into a made bed at nighttime. And so making your bed in the morning, like that's done. My room's, you know, tidy and well, not only that, it, it you actually are giving yourself a little bit of an a reward, mm-hmm. right? We're we're very much so a instant gratification uh, species, right? Like we want we want something, we want it now, and so if you're able to write down things that you know you want to accomplish, and you're able to check the box, highlight it out cross it out with a red pen, whatever, you automatically, without maybe even knowing it, get that sense of satisfaction and accomplishment, which then in turn, it, it gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you a sense that, hey, I conquered the day. I did something at I least. I did something pro- productive. Because I guarantee you throughout the course of this pandemic, you have all felt that sense of you get to the end of your day. What the heck did I do right. today? Mm-hmm. And when, when the pandemic wasn't going on, I still had those feelings, mm-hmm. but they were few and far between because my routines were always something I could sort of Your foundations were there. fall back mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. And, and say, well, I did do this, 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 and this, right? Um, so in essence, it, it, it that's why you feel like I haven't gotten anything done. So blocking off your schedule, writing down even the most simple things and prioritizing them would be really important. Number three is con- staying consistent with the systems you put in place. So we talked about scheduling out your day, your week, your month, um, Somewhere visible. Write it down. Write your goals yeah. down. The more you write down, well, not your goals, but more you write down what you need to accomplish that day, the the uh, higher percentage that it will be actually completed. And I think the big thing too, guys, is and we talked about this. It, prioritizing can be. You can look at prioritizing certain items in two different categories. What you know needs to get done in order for you to get the job done, whether that's, you know, being more productive at work, uh, putting your health first, uh, making sure that your kids are taken care of, whatever. The other part of it is the feelings. So doing something that actually does make you happy. Mm. 
because those two things are, are, are somewhat different. They could be mutually exclusive. They also could be very much the same, right? We do some things that aid in our productivity. If you really love your job, for instance, that also makes you happy, but also make sure that you're taking time to plan things in that do make you happy. It's not just about getting more regimented and, you know, put your nose to the grind and get back into your routine. Because again, I don't think you realize how much that routine actually helped you. Absolutely. So writing those things down and putting it somewhere visible, whether it's on your bathroom mirror, on your refrigerator. And I'm a big fan of Post-its. I I love Post-its because I can stick it wherever I need it to be. Um, But it shows me where I am in my tasks for the day. And it makes me, it helps me feel that I'm still on track, even though at the end of the day, I'll look back and be like, oh my God, I felt like I didn't get anything done. I'll look at my to-do list. I'm like, oh, I did that, did that, did that. And so there's that sense of accomplishment. And then the, the, the last thing you have to do, right? So we have determine what habits worked for you. So you're, you're sort of doing some reflection. If you can't do them all, then you're prioritizing which ones are the most important. You're going to stay consistent with the new systems you put in place. So you're going to schedule out your day, write it down somewhere visible, have outcome-based goals, meaning like you you have something that you can check off. So that way you actually feel good at the end of each day, week, or month. Um, and going with your feelings, planning as much for productivity as you do that for things that actually make you happy. But then the only way to actually know if this works is trial and error. Mm-hmm. And that's the same inside of a diet. It's the same inside of routines and habits and systems is that you have to see if what you planned out is actually going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it might not. And that's OK. But yeah. try one system and then the next day, just, well, that didn't work for me. Like, I'm not one to put it in my phone. I have to write it down on paper. And and, and just like what we talk about with individuals when we're nutrition coaching them is give it time. Though. Yes. Right. Like don't go a day and be like, oh, that didn't work. That, yes. Right. Because you're going to drive yourself nuts. Sure. Rewriting the script. So give yourself, I would say, about seven days, seven days, usually the course of a week because you have work, you have family time, you have social social life where to figure out if that actually worked for you um, and, and focusing on the big pillars, faith, family, work and there's one more faith, family, work. And yeah, I don't know. I'll get to it, but health. Yeah. Health. There we go. I think that's it. Um, (laughs) But focusing on those four pillars um, is what brings true happiness, right? It's not the money. It's not the prestige. It's not none of that. Right. So. But feeling that you have some of these habits re-automated and that you're putting them back into your lifestyle will give you a sense of, it'll put you at ease. Like this is, this is a normal thing. This is, this is what makes me function. It, yeah, I, I think that's the biggest thing right there. So again, when you when you start to think about why I can't get motivated to work out, why I can't seem to get on track with my eating, look less at yourself, right? So first of all, take the blame game off of yourself and start to look more at the fact of how much your life has changed in terms of your routines and in terms of your systems since the pandemic hit. There's always an opportunity to create new systems that work in the current situation that you're in. The, the, this, the, the sort of landscape has changed, but the game is still the same. Right. The foundation's still there. You don't have to. Maybe your gym bag at the door is not there any longer, but you can still put the gym bag at the base of your bed and be like, okay, I'm going to go downstairs in the basement and this is what I do at this time. It, it, it's really just being comfortable with ambiguity. And granted, this was a big big change, right? Be easy on yourself. This wasn't like, oh, 
like for me, like it fractured my wrist. Right. And that took some ambiguity because I had to totally change everything that I did for the most part, but more so around my workouts, which is driving me a little crazy. But um, my legs are going to be huge by the time <laughs> I get this cast off, by the way. It's all leg day, all the time, all running. He's handling it really well, but it's very similar. Like you have something thrown into the wrench, like you fracture your wrist. And so you have to understand how to uh, do those certain things that you were doing before, uh, but it might look a little different. But you have to be easy on yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to say, give yourself some time to understand that this change happened and move forward. And then once you make that new plan, trial and error, Mm -hmm. seven days at least to know if the plan that you had set forth your new routines, your new systems are actually helping you, not just helping you in terms of productivity. Do they make you more centered? Do they make you happier? Do they make you feel a sense of accomplishment when you actually do them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome, guys. So hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are a new listener, thank you for coming and listening. Make sure you go back, listen to a few more episodes. Tell your friends. We like friends. Absolutely. And go on to the iTunes podcast app. Make sure you leave a five-star review and also leave a written review of what you thought of this episode. And again, we're always open to suggestions. Absolutely. Um, So if you guys have some ideas about some topics you would like to hear or guests that you would like to see on the podcast, we will try our best to get them on the show. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. Stay strong, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.